This is episode 204 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today I'm going to teach you a model of action that will deliver successful transformation in your health action. It's called the Be, Do, Have model. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dozier, clinical nutritionist and emotional eating expert, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food method and founder of the Going to Beyond the Food Academy. Corporate executive turned health expert with my own journey with weight, body image, and food. It's now my mission to help smart, successful women like you live confidently right now and unconditionally. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hello, sisters. Stephanie Dozia here the leader of the Beyond the Food community, and I'm so happy to have you here. It's past Labor Day. When you are in the health business world, you know that September, the kids go back to school and everybody wants to be healthy again. I'm challenging you to notice around you how many people in the last two weeks have talked about going back on a diet, going back to the gym, starting exercising again, going back into a routine. Like the diet model is teaching us, right? We have to be on the wagon or off the wagon. This is the time of the year where everybody's going back on the wagon. So perhaps a lot of you are being triggered right now of seeing and hearing people going back on their diet. I'm with you, sister. Now, you don't have to be triggered. This is a total choice of you reacting to words of other people. You can learn how not to react to those words. But I know how it feels at the beginning of this journey of going beyond the food, of hearing women particularly around us going back on the diet. And right away, we start thinking we should go back on the diet too. And we should, and we should, and we and we should ourselves to death. So if that's you, I'm totally with you. Now, last podcast, we teach you well, we, me, I taught you a model for changing health habits. So instead of going back on the all or nothing bad wagon, I would challenge you to go back to podcast 203. And instead of changing everything in your life, I would like you to apply minimum baseline to whatever field of your life or area of your life you feel triggered to change. Typically, it's diet or exercise, but go back, listen to 203, and apply minimum baseline. Now, today, what we're going to do is kind of part two of the last podcast. We are going to learn together a model of transformation beyond minimum baseline that is focused on what really triggers success in someone the way in which we think, right? And when this model is not applied or not applied, quote, properly, then we end up sabotaging ourselves. So that's what we're going to cover today. We're going to cover why we sabotage ourselves on our way towards our goals, why self-criticism doesn't work as a mean of motivation. And then I'm going to teach you the be, do, have model, And then the three step towards achieving your goals with this be, do, have approach. Ready? So let's get started. 
One thing that we need to understand is that in diet culture, in the way in which we are being pushed towards manipulating our body and achieving health as a mean of manipulating our body, we are also thought to use a model of transformation. And that model is the do, have, be. Okay? Most of us have been taught this model. In fact, we were never told it was the do, have, be model. We're just told, here's what you need to do. So we are thought that in order to be, to be whatever, right? To feel and think a certain way, like to be, let's say, successful, we first need to do things that society tells us we need to do in order to have what we want to have. So the best example I can give you of that is the whole goal of being happy for women in today's society, right? All of us have a basic desire to be happy, right? And we are thoughts that in order to be happy and healthy, we must first have a thin body. In order to have a thin body, we must do diet, food and or exercise restriction. So we first do the diet to have the thinness in hope to be happy and healthy. Do, have, be. Right? Do the diet, have the thinness, and be happy and healthy. Right? To most of us, that seems normal, right? That's what we've been taught since we're five or six years old. So as we grow up in this culture, we become professional dieters. And after years of dieting, do, have, and be is our comfort zone. But here's a crazy thing. It doesn't work. Yet, it is still our comfort zone. And this do, have, be model to achieve success and transformation is creating in most of us women the diet brain. I touch upon that in episode 202. So if you have not listened, go back there. The diet brain reprograms the way we think and the way, therefore, we approach life, right? And that diet brain is four main patterns, perfectionism, need for external validation, people-pleasing, and problem addiction, problem addiction being weight and body addiction. So this model, do, have, be, creates a diet brain that leads us to do those four main patterns. As I said earlier, the do, have, be doesn't work. Otherwise, none of us would be listening to this podcast. And if it worked, I wouldn't be behind the microphone of this podcast because I would be thin, healthy, and happy, right? But it didn't work. The thing is, as human, we don't want to negotiate how we want to be. We want to feel better. We want to be better. We want to be happy now, Not after a ton of work and years of striving and trying and working hard. We have a need to be happy today. 
And because of that, we end up self-sabotaging because we have to find a way of feeling better now. And then we create habits like overeating, binge eating, some people's alcohol, drugs, gambling, sex, Netflixing. That's a new thing, right? Social media addiction. Because when we do those things, we get a dopamine rush to our brain that finally gives us a relief of feeling better. Because the striving towards this model of do have be doesn't work and we never feel better and we have to feel better. That's a human need. So we get into those habits of creating dopamine and we self-sabotage, right? And that's the whole episode 202 of stopping the struggle. And then when we get into those self-sabotaging cycle or habits, we then feel shame, guilt, fear, and We don't see how we can get out of it, right? And the only way to get out of it really is through willpower and discipline. So we can override the shame, the guilt, and the fear. But the problem is that willpower doesn't work for long, right? It's a fact. It's a well-researched fact. Willpower is a limited resource. And then we fall back into the cycle of fear, guilt, sadness, anger, shame, all those negative emotions that are really disempowering to us, And then some of us, most of us, try the whole, well, I'm going to beat myself up enough into the new behavior because I got to do first, have to be. I have to do the damn thing, right? I have to be able to diet. I have to exercise. So I'm going to like shame myself through it, punish myself through it, loathe myself through it, criticize myself through it until I actually do it out of like, punishment. I've got a big surprise for you. If you haven't figured it out yet, that doesn't work either, right? Punishing ourselves into new behavior is never going to happen. And maybe for you listening today, that's a big surprise. And I'm happy I gave you that knowledge. You can stop listening to the podcast right now and then go back to 202 and just apply the basic of not punishing yourself. If you already know that and you know that punishment doesn't work, then continue listening because now you're ripe and ready for a new way of being. So what can we do instead of the do have be? Because it doesn't work no matter what we try. We cannot get us to do the do action first. So what can we do instead? This is where the new model comes in. The model of be, do, and have. That's the basic formula to create anything sustainable in your life. If you look at the people that have been, if you were in the world of business, that are very successful from a business standpoint and you read their biography, they will all come to this model. They either spell it out clearly or they go around the pot. But basically what they've done in their life, they were be, then they did, to have. Be, do, have. In spiritual circle, if that's your background, that's called manifestation. If you're in a non-spiritual background, that's goal achievement. 
If you are in health circle, that's the basic model for habit formation. It's all the same thing. So what be, do, have, mean? In order to have what you want, something that you currently do not have, right? That's a perception, right? Something that you do not have and you want it. A new state of being, a new thing, a new something, right? You're going to have to do things you haven't done before. You're going to have to do things differently. In order to do what you haven't done before, you are going to have to be someone you haven't been before. Let me repeat this. In order to have what you want, something that you currently do not have, you're going to have to do things you haven't done before. You're going to have to do things differently because you want a different outcome. In order to do things you haven't done before, you're going to have to be someone you haven't been before. What does it mean to be someone different? Being is the sum of two things. It's your thoughts and your feelings, your emotion. Your thoughts plus your feelings. Something we thought in show 202, right? Your action are the outcome of your emotion, your emotion are the outcome of your thoughts. Therefore, being is the ability to create a state of feeling. And we create that state of feeling by how you think. When you change the way you think, you're going to change the way you feel. When you change the way you feel, you're going to change the action you are taking. Be, do, right? When you change the action, the do, you're going to change the result. Doing it the other way doesn't work with the human brain. Because that's now how the human brain function. We must first be to create the action to then create the result, the have. So here's the solution. So the solution I'm going to share with you on how to create this being, this feeling, right? How to create new thoughts to be a different way. You have to have different thoughts. If you carry the old thought, I'm a loser, I suck, I'm a failure, guess what you're going to create? Emotion of shame, feel, guilt, all the negative stuff. And then you're going to fall into inaction because there is no doing coming out of shame and guilt and fear and shame. None. Like these feelings do not create action that will give you a different result. I'm pretty sure that all of us would agree on that. So we have to feel differently to take different action that are going to give us what we want. And it start with our thoughts, how we think in the context of going beyond the food, how we think about ourselves. 
If I was a money coach, right, coaching you how to change your mindset around money, I would say your thoughts around money needs to change. You need to get rid of scarcity mindset, for an example. But that's not my field. My field is body image, relationship to food, happiness, and health. So you need to change the way you think about yourself to create a different feeling, to take different action, and have a different outcome. Now, I'm going to share the solution. It's a three-step solution, right? But I want you to know that if you are an academy student, this detailed action plan, more in-depth than what we're going to do on the academy, on the podcast here, is going to be part of the academy. I'm adding a new module to the academy this fall. And if you are a graduated student, you have lifetime access, so you can come back and do this new module with us. Because I realized that it's so important and we didn't have enough tool for our student that we're adding on this new module now, right? The funny fact around this and part of the reason why I've decided to add this module to the Academy is because we're getting a lot of queries about the Academy on email because it's a, it's a fairly good investment for most people. And the number one question we always get, what are we going to do about food? Can I still eat my diet? Can I still be keto? Are we still going to be able to focus on good quality food or a variation of that? People are really, really worried about the way they eat and me imposing a new way of eating. Well, the going to be on the food academy is beyond the food. It's not about the food. We don't talk about food till the very end. And when we do, it's in the context of intuitive eating. Because what drives the behavior is not the list of food. It's actually the way you think about food and the way you think about your body. So if you're looking for stopping overeating, binge eating, or making peace with your body image, it's in your thoughts and feeling. That's where the secret is. It's about being different. If you want to be at peace with food and body, you got to be different about food and body. So part of the solution I'm going to share today is the core pillar number one of the Going to Beyond the Food Academy, which is mindset. That's the first three lesson of the Academy is all about mindset because that's what drives everything else. And then the second module is about emotional balance. Because our feelings creates our action, right? And our action creates our results. And then the third segment of the academy, the third pillar is mindfulness. Why? Because if we want to change our thoughts and our emotion, we have to be present to our thoughts and our emotion. We have to be experiencing them in the moment to say, oops, That is not the right thought. That is not the right emotion. I got to change this. You got to be mindful to your life. So that's the third pillar. And then the last two pillar, pillar four and five, is when we get into direct application, right? When we talk about body neutrality and when we talk about intuitive eating. So if you notice the flow, we don't get to food to like the fifth segment of this program. Why? 
Because if we don't get the thoughts and the emotion aligned, positive, balanced, neutral, you'll never be able to eat intuitively or to be neutral about your body because it's about being. So if you're looking to get out of diet culture, to stop overeating, emotional eating, body image issue, and you're just starting, right? You're just coming to this podcast. You're like, oh my God, I found this crazy lady who talks about not dieting. And you're just starting. Take a deep breath. I just gave you the five step. Let me repeat them. The first step, if you're brand new, change your mindset. Change the way you think. Two, become emotionally intelligent. Manage your emotion. Step three, become mindful. Learn a mindfulness technique that's going to bring you back into your body. Fourth step, learn to be neutral about your body. Fifth step, learn to become an intuitive eater. If you are an experienced woman and a sister who've been listening to this podcast for a while and you're still struggling, attempt to determine in those five steps which element is not clicking for you. Which one you're having difficulty with, right? Is it your thoughts, your emotion, your being mindful? Where is it not clicking? If you say to me, oh, no, Stephanie, it's intuitive eating. I'm going to say, great, but that's not the problem. The problem is the first three steps. Which one are you struggling with? Is it your thoughts, your emotion, your mindfulness? Then seek resources around that specific step that you're struggling with. Or if you want an already packaged solution, join us in the Academy. So off my soapbox, here's the three-step solution to be, do, have model. Number one step, you're going to have to teach yourself how to think differently. There's different model out in the world of creating new thoughts, we teach a CBT model, Cognitive Behavior Therapy. I don't do therapy, but I took it from there and I created this self-coaching model. I taught about that in Podcast 202. So if that's your struggle point, Go back to Podcast 202, download the show notes. I gave you all the formula in there. So that's step number one. To apply this model, right, the be, do, have, you're going to have to change the way you think because that's the starting point of your being, right? Creating new thoughts to create new feelings. Two, step number two, embody what I just taught you, meaning practice, 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 right? Realize that this is going to throw you out of your comfort zone because you're going to want to, right, do, give me the list of action, give me the list of food, give me the process, one, two, three, four, five, where it's not what we want to do, right? We want to be different, So you're going to be outside of your comfort zone. You're going to want to do something when in fact you have to work on being on the way you think and the way you feel. So expect to be uncomfortable. 
and be willing to be uncomfortable. Now, this is where the emotional intelligence screams, right? So emotional intelligence teaches you that you don't have to react to your emotion, right? So when you feel uncomfortable, you don't have to numb. You have to learn to feel the uncomfortable emotion, sit with it, and let it go. Step number two, embody what I just taught you. Be aware that you're going to be uncomfortable and be okay with it. Step number three of the be, do, have model, create new thoughts. Create the thoughts that is going to make you feel, that is going to make you be, so that you take the action that you do and then you have, right? You create the result. So if you want to be an empowered, confident woman in her body, no matter which size it's at, right? You're going to have to take some actions, right? You're going to have to, one thing we teach is mirror exercise. You're going to have to step up in front of the mirror, dress or undress is irrelevant, and then sit with your body, sit with the thoughts, See them for what they are. Apply neutrality to it, right? You're going to have to practice for the outcome of being comfortable in your body. For you to do that, you're going to have to be in a state of, right? And this is what you have to determine for yourself. Likely, it's going to be some kind of positive emotion. If you're depressed, sad, fear, and anxiety, you're not going to do the work, So you're going to have to create a state, a B, that is going to get you to want to do the work so that you can become at peace with your body. So you're going to have to create those new thoughts and you're going to have to repeat and repeat and repeat them. Every time an old thought come up, you're going to have to repeat the new thought. Now, those are the three steps. Now, I want to caution you around a few things here. Diet brain will try to pull you back in your comfort zone. That's just the nature of human being. We have a lizard brain, a reptilian brain, a primal brain that hates being uncomfortable. So being who we are, chronic dieter and having a diet brain, here's the five things that can happen to pull you back in your old comfort zone. You're going to want to go back to all or nothing, black and white thinking, All in, all out, all good, all bad, no gray zone. So you're going to have thoughts about that. Two, you're going to want to be perfect. You're going to want to do the be, do, have model in one month and be done. And that's it. (laughs) I'm done. I don't have to practice. I got it all figured out. You're going to want to be perfect. So perfectionism will show up, right? Three, your brain's going to bring you back to it's all your body's fault. If you're having a bad day today, it's not because of the kids, it's not because of work, it's not because of the way you think, it's because you're fat, right? Your brain is going to create those thoughts that it's all your body's fault. Everything in life that doesn't work is because your body is not at the right size. Four, you're going to mentally filter life. You're not going to see any of the good things 
you're only going to filter on the negative things that are happening in your life and why be, do, have doesn't work for you. And likely this mental filtering will be a lot around you being a flaw, not good enough. And then you're going to attach thoughts around, well, it's because of my cellulite. (laughs) And it's because I'm not eating properly. I have joint pain now because I've gone back and eating fruits and sugar. I see that all the time in the intuitive eating program. I kind of giggle at this because the knee pain thing is, I don't know why, but it's happening to one out of the two women. They go in intuitive eating mode and then life is good. And then three weeks into it or four weeks into it, then then they post in the Facebook group, my knee pain is back is because I'm eating sugar. Oh my God, I can't eat sugar. And then their brain brings them back into the state of sugar is bad, mental filtering, nothing else happened. It's just because of sugar, I have knee pain. That's mental filtering. And then the fifth pattern of diet brain that's going to try to pull you back is comparison, comparing brain, right? Magnifying other people and minimizing yourself. So if you're seeing those thought patterns starting to happen, no, this is just your old programming of diet brain coming up and trying to make you feel less than by comparing yourself and pulling you back into the old model that doesn't work. So these are my five caution, okay? So let's recap here. To be successful in our goals and our health and our habits, we need to be do and have. We need to opt out from the do, have, be model that diet culture thought us, right? In order to have what you want, something that you currently do not have, you're going to have to do things you haven't done before. In order to do things you haven't done before, you're going to have to be someone you haven't been before, Because our actions are created by our thoughts and our feeling. Three steps that I've given you. Be aware, embody the model, and learn to create new thoughts every time an old one comes up, right? Every time those like cautionary pattern that I give you comes up. You're going to be uncomfortable. It's going to feel awkward. So be ready to have yourself want to go back to your comfort zone, even though it doesn't work, right? Diet don't work, 95% failure rate. You are going to want to go back there because it's comfortable and you're learning a new way of being and that's uncomfortable. So learn to be okay with being uncomfortable. I'd love to hear your feedback. This is kind of a new territory, right? I've never talked about those things on the podcast before. Is it helping you? Are you learning? Perhaps send me a message on Instagram or on Facebook, post a snapshot of what you've learned in the podcast. Perhaps leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Let me know if this podcast or this new teaching that I'm doing is helping you. I love you, sister, and I look forward to hang out with you on the next podcast. 